So you've heard of this fancy tool called visualization and it makes a promise to bring your goals faster to be able to attract and manifest your goals whether that be in your business, in your career, in your life. This tool of visualization makes a lot of promise of how it can make it easier, attract certain synchronicities and events so you can get to that goal destination, that goal frame much easier, faster, quicker. And this episode is actually going to be about the number one mistake when it comes to visualization because a lot of the times we want to do this visualization but we get in this loop of not seeing any changes and then we kind of just fall back on the practice, come back again with new ideas, with new desires and it just ends up in this loop. So we're going to discuss in this episode the number one mistake that when it comes to visualization and manifestation as well and how you can fix that. It's your host and meditation coach Manvia and in today's episode the number one mistake when it comes to visualization and so the main mistake that happens in the law of attraction field is this whole like this big like uh, energy of like oh you've got to visualize it you got to feel it you got to see the end result you got to see the end goal and it's just like hyped up quite a lot like it's like you have to maintain this high constantly and obviously that high is a lot of the times unsustainable and short-lived like you'll start off in the morning maybe you visualize in the morning you get this high you're like okay i'm gonna get to my goals do my goals an obstacle comes up and you just fall flat out and you're like get into the spiral like oh my goal's never gonna come oh oh this uh, this isn't for me or maybe you just start thinking that the original goal you wanted it wasn't a heartfelt desire or you may just lose passion in something you were passionate about and this brings us to the the number one mistake that's made when it comes to the law of attraction visualization and manifestation which is importance what happens is through the visualization of the end goal we up the importance of the goal and this creates what's called an excess potential and to describe this is like uh, you know imagine like a flat baseline right this is nature this is reality in balance just flat lying going horizontal from left to right and now you come in with this visualization and uh, which is fine reality is like okay but then you start putting a big importance and attachment to it and what happens is you create a big spike up and this creates an excess potential and excess potential just means more potential than what's the baseline what's normal and when you create this excess potential because nature if you look at reality or if you look at you go out and look at the park nature balances itself out if there's something that's up nature will balance it out uh you know i always see uh well we got the whole seasons the four seasons acted you know if it was summer all day the grass would just burn and uh, the grass would just die so we have winter we have autumn etc 
And so just like that, reality wants to balance itself out and bring this excess potential back to balance. And it can do that in two ways. It can give you your goal, which, you know, now, now that you've got the goal, the importance would disappear. Or two, it could send you crashing down and not give you your goal. And the thing is, as well as nature and reality wanting to always be in balance and always in the act of balancing, it's also in, it also has another principle where it uses the least effort possible. And so, what's less effort for you to get your goal or for you to just stay as you are? Because for you to have your goal, it means you have to become a completely different person. Otherwise, you would have had the goal by now. And so reality makes it, finds it easier just to not give you your goal and make you, in a sense, come back to this loop where you're just like, oh, this is never going to happen and brings the importance level down. And it's not that the goal is wrong or the goal is bad, but there is just this attachment and importance to it. And anytime you have excess importance, uh, particularly for a goal, it signifies a feeling of lack within you uh maybe like a you know like a really like you need it like the scarcity mentality and so obviously then nature is like okay this person is like this this importance is throwing everything off balance let's let's just remove this completely and so you just end up in this, like I repeated before, like in this loop where it's like you kind of want to give up on the visualization, you stop visualizing, you think it doesn't work or... And then later on you pick it up again and the same thing just happens. So how can we escape this visualization, this vicious cycle? How can we, you know, reduce importance completely? And the first way is to deprogram. Now I mentioned, you know, uh, some of the reasons for importance is this inner lack, this inner scarcity. You know, a lot of the times you want a goal because, you know, it could be a business goal, a career goal, a personal goal, because you don't have it in the first place. And it's like, you feel like you need it. Uh, this could be, for example, with finances, it could be a certain revenue goal. You're in the scarcity of money and you're like, put this revenue goal on a high importance or it could be to do with you, you as a person your self-esteem may be low so now when you're going to this public speaking event that you're visualizing to uh, be perfect or not even public speaking an interview a job interview could be anything this self-worth is underlying and so you visualizing is putting it at a high importance like you know you may want it could be a status thing that's another big one like oh what the status of you being able to claim yourself as a certain type of person and so you know you're working on your confidence you're working on this skill you're working on getting this career or running this business and you've got it on a pedestal because of a deep insecurity and so I always say you know before you add a program before you add something to yourself remove what's underneath first that's not working and so this is why the subconscious mastery program, our our main focus is to deprogram. If you've got a virus of uh, self-esteem issues or lack or insecurity, 
And when I say virus, I don't mean it in a negative connotation, just mean it as an example of what a virus is. A virus infects. So if you try adding this program of a confident person, of you reaching this revenue goal, you reaching this confidence, this relationship goal, it's always going to be infected by this virus of self-worth, lack, scarcity. And so for to begin with, to reduce the importance, you know, I've given the magic formula, action, trigger, release, repeat to make it efficient, but make sure you release what's triggering you. And, uh, you know, I discussed a lot about uh, in the previous episodes on deprogramming, but I'm going to introduce a new uh, piece today for you, which is parts work. And so a lot of the times when it comes to certain goals, uh, certain um, changes we want to make, there's always some level of resistance. As long as the resistance is there, the importance is going to be there and there's obstacles going to come up. But the reason a lot of the times for this resistance is that because, you know, you do want this goal. So it's like, why is there part of me that is resisting it? And that's exactly it, really, that, that you are you do have parts of yourself. Your psyche has fragmented from previous past experiences. And so there is a genuine part of you that doesn't want this goal, which may like just completely blow your mind. It's like, oh, how can you not want, well, you know, financial f- uh, security? How could you not want to be confident? But there's a part of you that feels unsafe to work towards this goal. And it's always, you know, imagine you're in a boat and there's one of you is pad- paddling forward and the other one is paddling in the opposite direction and you're just going in a circle. So with parts work, what you can do is actually talk through this part of yourself that is opposing your goal. Like, you know, you can feel that resistance somewhere in your body. You can actually talk to it. And, uh, you know, you can, you know, uh, if you write down with your non-dominant hand, that's a good way to express that part of yourself. Or what I like to do is just free, free flow, you know, make the intention that, hey, I like to, I'm looking to now communicate with this part of myself that doesn't want to um, hit 10k a month or doesn't want to uh, be confident and speak to it with complete non-judgment because remember when it comes to things like uh, subconscious mind it's not logical you know it's illogical so the reason could be so simple and like logically is like why you even feel this way but really you want to communicate to this part of yourself with complete non-judgment and just have a chat with it and in some way reassure it come to a win-win scenario where it can have its needs met as well as you have your needs met with the goal and I say you but you know we're just talking about two different parts of you and so for example uh, let's give an example so uh, okay so outreach is one thing I was doing for my business in particular Uh, there was a lot of resistance I had around it and it was um, quite annoying because I wanted to make this progress I didn't feel like outreach was a hard thing so why is there so much resistance in it so I had to chat with myself and I'm not sure if I completely remember the situation, so I will, I might make some bits up here. But I, I come to a part of myself which is basically just scared to express. Uh, it's scared to make its needs want, uh, needs known. 
So, you know, when you're outreaching, obviously you have an intention to help someone out, but to also have them as a client. And so that part, there's a part of me that was actually really scared of um, making its needs known because of the consequences, what might happen. And that stemmed from a previous experience. So sometimes you need to, you know, do a bit of healing work around that. But in terms of, in terms of just conversing with this part of myself, uh, I was just chatting with it and basically uh, reassuring that, hey, uh, you know, this happened when we were this age, but now I'm this years old, you know, and now I'm 25. And so, for example, uh, another weird thing is that because, okay, so when a fragment occurs, it kind of freezes in that time and space. So when you have this split part, which is against or working in resistance, it's kind of frozen in time. So one thing is it may not even realize this part of your psyche that you are, you have grown up. So sometimes even just saying that, hey, with this years old, with this, you know, X years old, um, we've had many experiences now where our needs have been met and we've made them known. And it's, we're being completely safe and completely fine. So, you know, you can trust. And then when that part feels like, okay, it's safe, then you can kind of move on and uh, make it a win-win scenario. And um, that's part work in a nutshell. And so that's one big way to remove importance to find those parts of you that are creating the importance in the first place which is usually in some sort of scarcity or lack because let's be honest um even when it comes to dating if there's a girl or a guy that you're attracted to you're usually attracted to them because or one aspect of them that makes them attractive is their lack of importance of uh being wanting to be with you <laughs> like you know the best way to attract someone is not to be like a dog like like I want to be like, you know, just all up in their face. It's just to, it's actually to um, be, not have them on a pedestal. It really is just about putting them off the pedestal. And so the next key to reducing importance is surrender and non-attachment. And the best way to reach a complete level of non-attachment and surrender is working your way up the levels of consciousness. And so for those that are unfamiliar with the levels of consciousness, it's uh, a, a map created by originally by David Hawkins, I believe, in a book called Power Versus Force. And uh, it's basically showing the levels of human consciousness uh, and the highest levels you can achieve which is what you see with a lot of the enlightened teachers and so the new humanity school uh, which i'm also part of uh, they really established practices and better insight on the especially the higher levels of consciousness and so what happens with these levels of consciousness as you raise up uh, you begin to tap deeper into presence and your true nature, nature and satisfaction from this present moment, fulfillment from this present moment. 
And so what happens is as you work your way up the levels of consciousness, uh, which is actually something we also touch on in the subconscious mastery program, uh, more so towards the end. As you work your way up the levels of consciousness and you begin to find satisfaction and fulfillment in the now, you actually reach a point where no visualization or no goal can actually give you more fulfillment than you're receiving right now. And going back to the attraction, you know, the dating space, imagine what what level of attraction you create for your goal, for your desire, when you, no matter how fanciful, how dreamlike it is, it, it won't be any more satisfying or it can't be more satisfying as this present moment wherever you are right now. And so essentially what you do is create a vacuum by being in this presence, being in the space, being in this fulfillment that's available now and being able to sustain it, which you begin to do better and better as you work your way up the levels of consciousness. You create this vacuum and you become magnetic to a whole level and whole another degree. And you're basically acting from a space of abundance because whenever we do think of our goal, there is this level, when we do visualize it, there is this level of attachment that we have towards it, this neediness towards it. And so as you work your way up the levels of consciousness, especially to the more enlightenment levels where you begin to really disidentify from the ego and your personal self, you really create this huge vacuum of non-attachment to where you genuinely don't care of the goal and weirdly enough that's what makes it come to you faster and another important point is that we get fixated a lot of the times on the goal and in that fixation we narrow our perception and when we narrow our perception and focus and it's like oh i need to get this goal we begin to shut ourselves up from the other opportunities because this goal could just be a step for you to realize something greater that you want or there could be an opportunity but because you're so fixated on how the goal should look you don't realize how uh, you don't see this opportunity right in front of you and how much easier it could make things how faster how much faster you could get to your result so surrender is the second biggest key and then finally we got and this is something you can apply right now uh, because well you can apply all of these right now but uh, the first two are more long-term uh, actions you take that provide you know, momentum for a long-term result but one thing you can apply today is process visualization now what do i mean by that Okay, so a lot of the times our visualization is based on the goal. And whenever that's the case, it always produces some level of desire, which is, you know, equated to some level of, oh, I don't have this now and I want this now. Like, you know, in the moment of visualizing, it feels great. But when you come out and you're back to your life, it kind of, you kind of dies, it dies down a bit and you feel like, oh, like here I am back into life. And it creates the opposite vibration to what you want to attract. So, you know, still do your goal visualization, but keep it to, you know, once or twice, like first thing in the morning or at night. 
and instead focus on process visualization. Because the goal is the final frame and at some degree it seems a bit far away but when you do process visualization you visualize the next frame. So for example um, I want to go you know meditation meditating nation to a big brand and so that end goal of what it looks like is quite far ahead but what I can envision for now is my uh, YouTube videos for example coming out great and getting loads of views and my social media posts getting loads, so, uh, loads of views and visualizing the, the the outcome of the next step and because it's the next step it seems it's like it's, it seems a lot more achievable right now and so you open yourself to possibilities to get that next step done and so let's say you got a to make it easier let's do a money goal like you got a 100k goal and so you break this down this you want to eventually get to 100k so you break it out okay i need to get a 10k months okay let's break this down i need to hit a 1k month then a 2k month then a, and then so you visualize yourself hitting these months hitting those individual revenue goals individually and working your way up to the goal visualization and this is a much speedier way to uh, manifest because the further away the goal vibration is to your current vibration the longer the amount of time is going to take through your visualization to match because there's always a delay however when you visualize the next step because it's only the next step that frequency of or that energy signature of the result of the next step is much closer than the energy signature you have right now so with your visualization it will make a lot of progress fast to meet that next process and what happens when you become process focused is one you drop importance and two you're focusing on getting the process done faster and you know when you do that obviously your goal is going to come to you faster and so process visualization is the third key and so you know you know when you have your task or to do this for the, the day um, take a moment just to visualize that the result and result of that task or you, the task going well just before you know it's only like a lot of these visualizations they only need to be 10 to 15 seconds for you to tap into the feeling spend like 10 seconds just visualizing the process um, and even the day you can in the beginning of the day when you know what you need to do visualize it you know spend 10-15 seconds um, and i actually used to be so resistant to visualization um, even if you go to some of my old posts i used to talk bad on it <laughs> but i always made the attention that saying that hey it's not about visualization being bad but you it's about you know you um, removing the programs that don't serve you first the traumas and the shadow work first and so when I realized the um, when I realized the mistake of importance that's when I started to uh, realize why I wasn't a fan of visualization because there was always this um, loop of me visualizing then facing my current reality being dragged down by that and not wanting to visualize anymore because it would remind me of where I'm at 
So then these keys really helped um, set the stage. And so that's it for this episode and I trust this served you well. And please make sure you share this with someone that you feel could benefit. But also like, subscribe and comment down below what you found most useful from this video and what maybe even what topic you'd like to see next. And just to recap, uh, you know, we talked about the number one mistake of visualization, which is importance. And we went through, you know, why, how importance creates this excess potential and how nature of reality wants to balance this out. And it's easier for it to balance it out by making you feel like you can't get the goal and throwing obstacles your way versus getting you to your goal because that goal vibration is much different to your vibration as it is now. And so to reduce importance, uh, importance, we went to three keys. The first is deprogramming. The reason why the importance is there in the first place a lot of the time is there's parts of us that are feeling a sense of lack, insecurity. And we want this goal to, in a sense, fix that so we don't have to feel this anxiety anymore. But if you resolve the anxiety first, the importance gets eliminated. And we also went over parts work, which you can use again from, this is another tool from, I got from Teoswan, but it's used extensively, uh, where you can actually speak to this part of you that kind of is in resistance to your goal, uh, or that might be, um, have that, that part of you that is anxious. And so the next step was surrender and non-attachment and how, uh, you know, when you, be, when you find the fulfillment in this present moment and it can't be matched by any goal that you can visualize because you know wherever you go there you are you become this vacuum for the goal because you genuinely don't care because your fulfillment because at the end of the day the goal is going to make you feel a certain way that's part of why you're achieving it and so you feel even better than that way right now then you're sorted, the importance is gone. And we went over quickly the levels of consciousness and how that plays a role in um, surrender and non-attachment. And then the final key was process visualization over goal visualization. The goal frequency is quite far away. And what happens is at some level it produces desire, which in a sense induces lack. So when you focus on process visualization in conjunction with goal visualization, it's like a cheat code because the, the, the next, if when you focus on processing, um, on achieving the next step, it's that next step is a much closer frequency to you than you are right now, than the goal is. And so it will manifest much quicker and it will produce a better, better ROI from your visualization. And uh, also, if you don't know what the next step is, you don't know the process, then then you should just keep visualizing the goal. <laughs> My words are a bit slurred now. I've never had a, a podcast this long. Visualizing um, the goal and then eventually a process will show up. And once that process shows up, then visualize that process in conjunction with, conjunction with the goal. And so... With the deprogramming, with the surrender and working your way up the levels of consciousness. If this is something you would, you know, uh, love assistance with 
and you see how in your life, in your business, uh, you've probably hit at a barrier because of importance and you're self-sabotaging because of importance, keeping you stuck at a certain revenue goal, a certain business level, certain career or work level, and you'd like some support with that, then I invite you to jump on a free consult where we dive into what's going on, what's the obstacle and where you want to go and uh, what can we do to get you there. And so this is completely free, uh, no charge. Uh, so take advantage of it. And other than that, it's your host and meditation coach, Manvia, signing out on another episode and wishing you a wonderful day.